everybody. Um, so this isn't a mistake. Um, I am actually releasing this a week later than I was uh, wanting to. Um, this is going to be a little discussion about issue four of the Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries from Marvel. Um, but before that, I guess just to give you guys a heads up why this is coming out a week late. This issue came out on August 31st, 2022. I am releasing it a week later on September the 7th. So last week, um, I went to Dragon Con last weekend um, from Thursday through Sunday, or Monday, I'm sorry, Thursday through Monday. And that kept me really busy. We went down, me and my wife, to Atlanta and had a great time. First con ever, so um, going to be a lot to talk about. Me and Carmelo are going to do an episode soon and release it uh, to just discuss my experience and what kind of Star Wars goodies they had and what kind of activities they had Star Wars related. Um, and then... My comic book shop was actually remodeling and they were closed, so I couldn't even get there on Wednesday. We left on Thursday for Dragon Con. Wednesday, they were closed. They were remodeling the store, so I couldn't even get it anyway. So I was going to have issues probably putting out a video for this uh, comic. So I figured let's just do it a week late and not rush it and just release it, give a little explanation for what was going on. I apologize. But. Um, this is the second to last issue, issue four, like I said, come out on the 31st of August. The next issue is scheduled to come out next week on September 14th. Um, I don't think that's going to change, uh, knock on wood anyway, but that's very soon. So I'll be doing one next week and that'll wrap up this Obi-Wan series and, um, kind of sad to see it go. I'm having a lot of fun reading it, but move on to other stuff. Han and Chewbacca still going um, until the 10th issue, which we're not sure exactly when that is, but I'm thinking probably uh, probably the end of the year. And then Yoda, a 10-issue series, starts in October. Um, or no, November. I'm sorry, it got pushed back. So it starts in November, and we'll start doing videos on that. So exciting stuff. More stuff coming. Hopefully we'll get some more news coming up as the, the fall and the winter approach us. Um, been a Fly, each year is flying by. It's crazy. And speaking of flying by, it's September. And Carmelo and I are going to start releasing episodes of Season 2 soon. We are churning them out and recording them. Uh, still in the process of finishing out Season 2, but we, we got a couple episodes in. And we're going to do 9 again like we did last season. And keep that same mantra of the, you know, homage to the Skywalker Saga films. So it's going to be fun. Um, got some cool stuff, different stuff we're doing this season. We are having the interview with an artist. Um, good friend of Carmelo's. I met him at uh, Dragon Con. He was a vendor there. So I got to meet him face to face. We talked about doing an episode of the podcast. Really cool guy. I'm excited for you guys to hear about him, his journey as a Star Wars fan, and uh, going to show off some of his artwork. I bought some of it, and Carmelo has some in his office. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. Uh, appreciate you guys for hanging with us and uh, bearing with us. Um, we also, I should say, as we're discussing what's coming, um, and or is soon approaching, uh, coming out September 21st, the first three episodes of that series. So very excited for that. Um, in preparation, like we did for Book of Boba Fett and the Kenobi series, we kind of talked about some kind of media tying into um, that that series. Uh, you know, Obi-Wan, we talked about the Vader comics from Charles Soule, and with the Book of Boba Fett, we talked about War of the Bounty Hunters. We're actually going to talk about Rogue One. Because um, there's not really much material related to uh, Cassian Andor. So we're just going to, I'm going to watch, re I haven't watched Rogue One in a while. It's been a couple years, I think. So I'm going to rewatch Rogue One. It's one of Carmelo's favorites. Um, 
not so much one of mine, so you'll hear my differing opinions than him, but um, it'll be fun. Uh, I think it'd be fun to revisit it since it's been a while since I've seen it. So I'll rewatch it, and we'll do a quick episode, and we're going to release that before and or drops in a couple weeks, so be on the lookout for that. And it's going to be a fun time. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into this this issue. Um, like I said, it's a week late, but that's okay. I'm going to put it out anyway. Um, I got two covers, one from my regular comic book store, uh, which is the original cover A, I guess, or first cover uh, of the Phil Noto. Uh, you know, I love Phil Noto, if you've been watching. One of my favorite artists. Love his covers. They're so beautiful. Um, and then I went, while I was down in Atlanta for Dragon Con, we went to a comic book slash bar called My Parents' Basement. And it's not in Atlanta. It's technically in Avondale Estates, but it's really close. It was about a couple miles from our hotel. Um, so we went to it. And cool cool place. Cool place. If you guys are in that area, I des- uh, you know, would definitely recommend them. I uh, got Arcade there. Um, I didn't try the food because we had just ate. But we just went in there, looked for some comics, found some cool stuff. And I found this cover. Uh, from there. That's where I bought this one. Uh, and I bought it because I hadn't read issue four yet. And I was like wanting to read it for the podcast. So I thought, you know what? Let me grab this and I'll read it in the hotel and then read the new issue when it comes or get the, the original issue when it comes out. I'll read that one as well. And then we'll just hit the ground running. So yeah, this is a Terry Dotson cover. Um, if you've read Star Wars comics, he's done a lot of awesome variant covers. Uh, just a very unique style. And I love the the way Anakin's face here covered. Uh, his eyes is, you know, you can see his half of his face, the other half is in, in darkness. So obviously hinting at things to come. I'm pretty sure that was intentional. I don't know. I've never, I haven't heard the artist, you know, comments on that, but I would imagine it's intentional. So yeah, some cool covers. Um, you know, this is a pretty, I wouldn't say standard issue, but it's a story we've kind of seen before. Um, it's it's interesting. It's never been adapted. This is an original story. This whole series has been, but this one here, uh, we're going to talk about the art because it is different. Um, still, Christopher Cantwell is writing this issue, um, and so there's a different artist and a different colorist on this issue. I'm probably going to butcher these names as I am from the South, and I'm kind of ignorant with this, uh, meeting people from different cultures and unsure of these names. Um, so forgive me, um, look them up, look them up and look some of the work. I didn't, I don't know much of their work. I've never seen their names before. So if they're new, uh, to comics or to Star Wars in general, congrats to them. I really enjoyed doing their work, but like I said, Christopher Cantwell is the writer. Artist is Matabek Masabovic. I probably said that completely wrong. Uh, forgive me. Uh, then the colorist on this one was Sebastian Ching. Um, and then the lettering, Joe Caramanga, and then, of course, the cover by Bill Noto, and then the variant cover by Terry and Rachel Dotson. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention Rachel Dotson. So, some really cool covers, and they had a Choose Your Destiny variant, which I've kind of grown on me, and I've grabbed a couple of those. I didn't grab the one for this one in particular, but I grabbed a Keith Trennis from the High Republic, and then I grabbed a Asajj Ventress from a comic book store in Cleveland, Tennessee called Comics Unlimited. If you're in that area, definitely give them a check out. They're cool. But anyway, we'll talk about this issue before I keep rambling on. Um, so like I said, this has never been adapted anywhere. This is a original story, uh, but it's not really too dissimilar. If you watch the Clone Wars and you know Anakin and Obi-Wan's story during the Clone Wars and kind of 
what the Clone Wars does to the galaxy during this time period, you'll be kind of familiar with this trope. Uh, but it's still interesting. Um, so this story, kind of Anakin and Obi-Wan are... Um, first off, it starts off with Obi-Wan. He's kind of finishing his journals. He's reminiscing on a time with Anakin at a very uh, particular point in the Clone Wars. Um, Obi-Wan's finishing his journal. He's reflecting on doing things that he may not agree with and things that um, he knows are coming that he's not really prepared for, to do. Um, but Obi-Wan and Anakin are, they flash back to the Clone Wars. Obi-Wan and Anakin are off on a battle and then they get summoned by the council to meet with uh, Admiral Uralin. And, you know, he gives them a specific mission um, to take out this kind of murderer terrorist. This terrorist uh, used to be an admiral in the Republic Navy and fought with Obi-Wan in a particular battle, which they briefly touch on kind of, I don't, I don't remember it in the Clone Wars. I'm kind of rewatching the Clone Wars right now and I don't remember this battle. So it could be another, um, something created for this story. So as far as I know, this is an original battle as well. I could be wrong though. Um, anyway, so he goes and meets with them, the Obi-Wan and Anakin and discusses what this person's doing. He is attacking clones and separatists, um, attacking both sides of the war and, this was a person who, he was, uh, it's not a clone, he was an admiral in the Republic Navy. He had a traumatic uh, incident in the in battle and kind of went AWOL from the military. And, you know, he is attacking both sides of the war because he believes this war is terrible for the galaxy. It ruins, it makes the Republic look like fools. Um, you know, talks about how both armies are engineered for destruction. Um, talks about how this makes the Jedi Council and the Jedi Order look very dumb. Um, and, you know, of course, these are things that we as the audience, all, we all know about this. We know where the story's going. Of course, Obi-Wan and Anakin don't at this point. We know what's going on. We know the future and, the, uh, you know, consequences these characters are going to have later on. So it's interesting to see a character question that. And we've seen it in the Clone Wars before. Like I've said, we've seen clones. We've seen even Jedi kind of question what the Clone Wars is doing to the Republic and to the Jedi Order itself. Um, so we haven't really seen a you know, I don't want to say regular citizen. We have seen citizens of the galaxy kind of question the war, but there's somebody that was in the military. He wasn't a clone. He wasn't a Jedi. He was in the Republic Navy. And seeing his side of things was very kind of eye-opening. And he does take things to the extreme. Um, so anyway, Obi-Wan and Anakin were ordered to kill him. And of course, uh, Obi-Wan is kind of very hesitant, but he says, you know, we have to do what the council says. We were ordered to do this. Anakin you know, as defiant and rebellious as he is, is like, no, this is wrong. We can't do this. You know, and if, I don't remember the exact lines, but there's a line where Anakin says, you know, I can't kill someone, even if it's for justice, or if I think it's the right thing to do, it's wrong. And, you know, and it's, it's very, of course, we as the audience know what his fate is going to be as Darth Vader. And we, I find it very ironic that he's saying this and advocating for this. And it's just a kind of irony that kind of, stings a little you know once we know where he's gonna end up eventually so and that's kind of the theme obi-wan is writing in his journal of you know doing things that you're ordered to do that you may not agree with and um the outcome of things that may not go the way you expect so they go and confront this character they find out what planet he's on um they go and obi-wan and anakin are kind of approached by his kind of his military force they're they take his their lightsabers and then they just kind of have a confrontation with him. Not 
physical. They're just having a debate about the war and the the injustices across the galaxy and the Jedi are doing enough, yada, yada, yada. It's very interesting stuff. I don't want to say that like it's a uh, bad thing, but it's very fascinating. Um, and like I said, it's stuff we've kind of seen before in Star Wars, um, but this is an original story and I kind of enjoy seeing a new take on it and a different type of character we haven't seen before. So things happen and this character gets very angry at Kenobi because Kenobi is kind of proving his point that this destruction of madness, he's not any better than either side that he's claiming are evil. And lo and behold, before he strikes Kenobi, Anakin kind of, you know, reacts. He, he just kind of reacts and saves Obi-Wan and feels guilty and remorse for doing something to this, to this terrorist. And the issue kind of ends with Obi-Wan kind of saying, you know, this was a dark day for both of us and made us question our place in the order even more. Um, so, you know, it's a, I love these kind of stories. They are not a lot of action oriented, not a lot of, you know, uh, battling going on per se, but there's a lot of philosophical questions being raised and, you know, characters are kind of confused on what, what's, what's to come. And, these are kind of stories that I enjoy in Star Wars. You know, I love space battles and lightsaber battles. Those are very fun, very cool. But these character moments where we get to sit with the characters and kind of learn how they feel and how they view the galaxy. Very, very enjoyable. One of the, I keep saying this, I feel like I keep saying this, but I really do think this is one of my favorite issues. And I'm uh, kind of sad the series is wrapping up. I wish it was longer, uh, but, you know, I understand, you know. Five issues, as long as it wraps up well and kind of puts a nice bow on things, I can I can get it. You know, so Obi Wan in this issue ends with he's kind of finished his journals and he's about to go on his journey, which is leads to the next issue and leads to a new hope because this takes place, you know, very very shortly before a new hope. Um, and he's going on from the journey where he's preparing himself, and that's kind of what all these stories so far have been building to is this journey that Obi Wan's had to go on. And the next issue is going to start with he's going on the journey to, you know, kind of get Luke and get a new hope started, get it going. And then a stormtrooper is kind of straight away from his, the battalion and caught in this massive stand, sandstorm on Tatooine. And it sounds like Obi-Wan's going to have to make a tough choice of helping this man or um, I think we know what Obi-Wan's going to do. I don't think Obi-Wan would leave this man stranded or, you know, hurt this guy. I think we know Obi-Wan is a good good man so i don't think there's going to be anything malicious but it's going to be interesting to see you know he's helping the enemy at this point and you know would they do the same probably well, obviously not but uh, it's going to be fun to see his kind of headspace and where he is right before a new hope so sad to see this series end but um excited to see how it wraps up and hope you guys are going to your local comic book stores picking these up i really love these issues really love star wars comics in general it's you know, it's one of my favorite things going on in Star Wars. There's so much coming up, coming out. Um, the main Star Wars comic is kind of, uh, and all the other main Star Wars titles right now are kind of look like they're heading into a new story with uh, the Hidden Empire. Um, so that might be a good jumping off point for people. Uh, you know, I think there's only a year gap between um, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So there's going to be some good stuff coming. So keep your eyes out. Go to your local comic book stores. Support comic book shops. Please keep them in business. Uh, and as always, thank you guys and may the force be with you.